Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us once again is Ali Coluccio, finishing up Hello. the week. Thank you for having me this week. No, Absolutely. Thank Anytime. Thank you. And uh, today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 50, which begins with Peter sliding up to the bar and asking if these guys are robots and ends with Oliver exiting the bathroom and asking, what did I miss? Yep. <laughs> it's great this is uh this is kind of the probably I, I don't know for my money the most pure horror minute of the world's end yes yes uh yeah i, I would say that's probably mm. accurate it's either this or peter getting attacked in the woods later yeah um i'd say those are the two uh definitely um so this is technically technically the first appearance of Bill Nye. Um, <laughs> though we only hear him through like a muffled, you know, phone receiver, but it is him. I remember that from the commentary. Um, I wonder if he, I wonder what his lines were. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually not sure. Cause they're definitely not written. Um, they're not in the script. Uh, the only, the only thing in the script is, uh, the voice on the other line saying, hello, Trevor. Um, and then, oh, and then true. it's just Reverend saying yes, sir. But I understand. Which I'm sure Bill Nye crushed. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, yeah, this is uh, th- this bit with um, I. Oh, I love Peter. <laughs> I love Peter so much in this. Oh my God, are these two robots? These guys robots? <laughs> they left him alone. He was just alone over there at the table by himself. <laughs> I like that. I mean, and it's because we're, I think they're technically two different minutes. It's two different episodes that we're talking about it, but it is, it's like that final, like rule of three of the, everybody sliding into the bar. Yeah. Oh my God. Are these guys real? <laughs> yeah. And he, he's just like, like Eddie, uh, Eddie Marzen plays Peter so perfectly, so pitch perfectly as the guy who is friends with like, you know, the quote unquote cool kids who isn't cool himself and is like, mm-hmm. just, just like, just out of the loop enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's, it, it's just so, he just plays that part perfectly. And, and you just, you love Peter so much. Peter is just the best. I love yeah. Peter. I love We him. haven't had uh, we, we've kind of been uh, so much to talk about this week. We missed a lot of great uh, Eddie Mars and uh, burp acting. Yeah, that's true. Oh man. The burp. Mm. Oh, we get some good we we get some good stuff when uh uh in the beehive with uh, burp acting probably his his <laughs> greatest moment of burp acting <laughs> uh, but yeah the burp acting has been really great uh with peter um notice God, that the Eddie, telephone is blue so that's true that's very true it is a blue phone um yeah i also think it's interesting that they call bill nye trevor's supervisor yeah. Yes. So what does he do? <laughs> is he like, is he like, 
going and like recruiting people to the network? Is that what he's doing? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else the job would be as a human. I don't know. Right. But I also don't know if they were, if like your supervisor is what they say, because it sounds like it's his, his boss. Yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe supervisor the is also like I think it's more of like so the guy who is watching you all of the time to make yeah. sure you don't fuck up right. is calling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And supervisor. like it's supervisor because it sounds like oh your boss is on the phone. Yeah, right. like he's, he's credited. Bill Nighy is credited as the network, but his his role is more that of like the supervisor. Right. He, right. He above all. Right. Big brother. Hmm. Um. Yeah, he uh he downs that scotch that he's drinking, or that whiskey, sure. or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and um and uh yeah, just just goes straight toward that bathroom, which really shows you what's happened to Oliver. Like it's a really nice hint because yeah. Oliver just came from the bathroom and he's heading there to have the same thing done to him. Pretty dark. Yeah, no, it's a really great bit of. Of just, you know, like, I mean, just really simple choreography of like one comes in, one comes out and you can, and mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Michael Smiley is so broken and crestfallen and, um, and Martin Freeman is so chipper. Yeah. Yeah. There's also been this thing going on too, that I forgot to mention last minute, but in the, uh, sort of in these shots of them all at the bar, if you look behind them, especially in other minutes, uh, everyone else who's in the bar, all the other blanks are all going from uh, on, on screen or going from right to left. So they're like passing behind them right to left. So they're coming from the right side of the bar and heading to the left side of the bar, which is where the bathroom is. And so I think they're all heading in there to turn Oliver. Like that's where they're all going. Mm. And it's like very subtle. Like there's none, none of the blanks go from left to right. They're all going right to left. Like they're all heading into the bathroom Hmm. to take care of Oliver. Totally didn't notice that. Yeah. It's kind of creepy when you notice. It's like they're all just sort of getting up one by one and heading to the bathroom. (laughs) Uh, It's really creepy. Crazy. Um, Anyway. Yeah. It's uh it, it it sucks. I I you know like this is this is definitely really sad. Uh really very sad. Um <laughs> that that this is happening to to Trevor here. Poor Trevor. Oh yeah, no. And 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 right plays it straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um thanks a bunch. Thanks a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a bunch. Yeah, no Gary, I mean all of them kind of got this guy killed after who knows how long he's been successfully, you know, living under the under the blanket of the network. Right. Just shared too much. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing Way that I wanted, it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I wanted to point out that I don't think I've pointed out yet, because uh, I, 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 it's most noticeable in this pub, um, but apparently it's in all of the pubs, and it's one of the games that I would play when I'd go and watch this movie over and over again in theaters. Is that each bar has some sort of um, signage that incorporates the number in the golden mile that it operates as. And mm-hmm. here, when uh, when the bartender, uh, the publican, is uh, answering the blue phone, you can see that there's something called, uh, there, on the sign, it says six reasons to drink doubles, um, which is one, six, because this is the sixth bar, and then also doubles because this is where uh, two people get turned into their double, their doppelganger. Wow. Their blank. 
yeah. Uh, well so. done, production design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but apparently, there's signage like that in every uh, in every uh, pub in the in the Golden Mile. Um, Damn. And we just haven't really been talking about it, but uh, yeah, it's like a you know like a like a two for one special in the second bar and and stuff like that. Um, so. Uh, but this is this is the one that's sort of the most notable, I think. But something to look at um, as we uh, as we keep going on to uh, uh, Pub Seven and what have you, and, and, and what have you. But um, yeah, uh, and then uh, Oliver exits the bathroom, and he is a new man. <laughs> Literally, is he a man? What is a man? Well, he's not a robot because robot means slave. Slave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Robots full of blue stuff. I, um, there's a, there's a, what I was looking for this time, because it comes up later in the movie, is um, I was looking for the six mm-hmm. on Oliver's head. Right. Because he had it laser removed. Right. But it's a thing that comes up of how they know that he's a blank later is because right. the six was back. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. Most of this scene was like uh, trying to see where fuck. the mark on his head. No, they do. They do a good job of, of keeping that side of his head in shadow. Um, mm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is really hard to, uh, catch for sure. <laughs> Cause it's the side without the, um, I think it's the side of his head without the Bluetooth. And so the Bluetooth is sort of drawing your eye anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty good, and I I just love that these guys are too drunk to notice that Oliver is uh completely sober now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so uh, Ali, what 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 are your overall thoughts on uh, on the world's end, and and do you remember seeing it for the first time? So I do remember seeing it for the first time. I think I think this might have been the only. A Cornetto trilogy movie that I saw in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw both of them. No, that's a lie. I saw Hot Fuzz in the theater. Um, but I uh, I remember going to see it, and I remember leading up to it, um, the trailers all made it look like, hey, it's a bunch of friends like going out to drink, and you know, like it felt more like of a nostalgia buddy comedy. Um, and so I remember being very, very thrown by whatever was happening with this, like a whole invasion of the body snatcher sci-fi, mm-hmm. uh, angle. Um, and I was like, I, what is happening? I don't, I don't know. It's like, it starts out as one movie and it like changes gears hard. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I was not necessarily a fan, but watching it again, um, and knowing that that twist is coming, um, is it feels more like that, like very slow burn at the beginning of like a horror movie or a slasher movie mm-hmm. or even like a sci-fi kind of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. this is the world that we live in. Oh crap. It is not the world that we thought we lived in. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely more appreciative of it this time around. Um, and I, <laughs> one of the things that struck me uh is the fight choreography in this is really good. Oh, yeah. And so like, you can you can tell that it's like Edgar Wright after he's done Scott Pilgrim and he's like directed a bunch of like really great choreographed fight scenes. But I keep, there's part of me that wants the fight scene choreography to just be a sloppy mess. Like uh-huh. um, my favorite fight scene in any movie ever 
is always going to be uh, Mark Darcy and Daniel Cleaver fighting in Bridget Jones's diary. And they like don't know how to throw punches and they're like half kicking each other. It's like, it's how <laughs> I imagine real people would actually fight if they fought. Um, and so like you have these like sequences where they're like totally pissed drunk and like this amazing fight choreography comes out. Um, uh-huh. Which feels uh, like almost out of place, but kind of makes sense when you realize, oh, he spent the last movie. Uh, Edgar Wright has spent the, the last movie doing a lot of fight scenes and fight choreography. Yeah. I, uh, I think that the fight choreography is, is very much like, it, it, it's sort of a like either you buy into it or you don't like the movie is just like not making apologies for itself and it's like you're either oh, just yeah. gonna buy into this or you're not and i also think that it is um you know coming off the heels of scott pilgrim where the way they explain the fight scenes and that are just like he's the best fighter in the province like <laughs> that's it <laughs> you just like you just you're accepted to just buy into the world and and i think that um I think that Edgar was probably uh, still sort of uh, slightly in that headspace. And also, as we've talked about this week and, and on previous weeks, you know, the Jackie Chan influence is definitely there as well um, with uh, yeah. specifically Drunken Master. Um, mm. the, the, about the guy who, right? The, the idea of that is that he can't fight unless yeah. he's drunk, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like yeah. It's like a spinach. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, I think that's what's happening here. And you could also make the argument that, um, the fight choreography is what they think they look like, not what they, what is actually happening. Like if you actually took a step back and like looked at what was actually happening in the scene, like it Mm. might look like a sloppy mess. It might look like, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, right, right. This is just like, this is how cool they think they look like because they're drunk. Um, this is, this is their fight choreography through drunk goggles. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I could see that being an argument. Um, yeah. And like, not something to like distract away, but it was just like one of those things where like they're in the bathroom and I was like, they're drunk and fighting really well. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but it is, it's, um, it's definitely a, it grows on you the more that you watch it, I think kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I watched it. I watched it today because I wanted to like, kind of like bone up on things. Um, so it, it, it as a whole was fresher in my mind. And I, I, I think we, we talked about it in an earlier episode about how like this really is like a nice trilogy cap um, after Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and the way they kind of all kind of like culminate together in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, this 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 one definitely has a special place in our hearts. Um and uh and the thing that's crazy too is like when we say that the world's end is our favorite one, it's it, it it's like it's like by such an like tiny degree that yeah. <laughs> because the other two are are so it, when we're talking about like, you know, in our opinion, it's just like three like perfect films. Um and and so it's like really hard to uh uh, differentiate the three uh, qualitatively, but um, it's it's just like there's just something about this one that I just I love these characters. I just think it's I think this movie's hysterical in a way that is different from the other two films, um, yeah. where it, it's all all of the comedy is being derived from from the characters, uh, which is which is you know can be different. Like the the other films are are a little more situational, 
in their comedy a lot of times. Um, And this one is very much just like here, get to know these characters because the more you know them, the funnier this movie is going to be. Um, And uh, I just, that's, I think that's the other reason why it, it, it really holds up on rewatches. Like the more you watch this movie, I think the better it becomes. It's a, it's, it's definitely a grower, but uh, anyway, (laughs) Nick, you've been quiet a while. (laughs) Yeah, no, I have been (laughs) great movie. <laughs> uh yeah. Anyway. Um all right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us this week, Allie. Yeah, no. Thank you for having me. This was wonderful. Yeah. No, thanks for being here. We really really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm I was I was glad for the excuse to kind of revisit this one. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Well, uh another group of people that we are very appreciative uh, uh is uh our Patreon supporters. Uh go to duelinggenre.com/support and check out our Patreon page. Uh we have we have levels at a dollar a month, $3 a month and $5 a month. And um they uh they each unlock uh, a different level of bonus podcasts. We have uh Scott Pilgrim versus the Minute, um which we do uh, on our exclusive to our Patreon, a minute a week, and you can get that for just a dollar a month, and uh, that's like twenty five cents an episode. I mean, that's that's nothing. So if you want to hear us talk about Scott Pilgrim, that's the place to do it. And then uh, at three dollars a month, that's where you get Nick and I's bonus podcast, not writing, along with the Scott Pilgrim Minute podcast, uh, and uh, all the other stuff that is on our dueling genre uh, Patreon, and it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. So uh, go check it out. See if you think it's worth your $3 or, or $5 or even $1 a month. And uh, hopefully you will see that it is and, uh, and, and start helping us out there because that is the only reason that uh, Dueling Genre keeps chugging along. It's, it's the only thing that's keeping the lights on. Um, so we really appreciate everyone who supports us there. And uh, we hope that more of you uh, decide to do so as well. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. And of course, we will be back on Monday with uh, a new week and minute 51. But for now, let's boober. Let's boober.